Hey, welcome back to the Hustle Harder podcast hosted by me, Josie Moffat. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about change, how change affects us every day, how to accept change better, and you know what that truly means for us in our day-to-day lives. But before we get into all that, we're going to head it with the intro and start talking about the weather. Today we had a high of 93 and a low of 75. So I know that those don't really paint a picture in your head. Like those are just straight numbers and you don't really, you know, get the gist of them. But it it was pretty hot today. I was outside for a a portion of the day. And um, while I was out there, I was, I was sweating. It was hot. It was, it wasn't necessarily unbearable. Um, The heat index was like a 105, which is kind of high if we're being honest, but it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I went tanning outside today just to, you know, kind of get rid of the golf tans that I've been forming because they're ugly and I really don't favor them. Um, don't like them at all. So I went tanning and the UV index was like a 10 or 11. It was, it was pretty high. So that's why I chose to go tanning today. But, um, yes, a high of 93 and a low of 75 is pretty day besides, um, the fact that it rained a little bit later on. But other than that, I have no complaints and I'm happy to be here. Uh, moving on to our next topic is going to be my goal for the week. So before we kind of get into that, I just want to preface the fact that change has never been my strong suit. Like accepting change has never been my strong suit. Um, I'm quite a stubborn, stubborn person. So when things come out of the blue and like completely out of left park, left field, um, I'm not always the best with accepting them. So my goal kind of ties in that is to welcome change and to wholeheartedly hope for a better future when that change does come through so there's there's things that everyone can control and there's things that we it's like a universal thing like we can't control there's nothing we can do about it we can't change it we can't hope it away we can't hope that it would come it's something that's just out of our control just plain and simple that's it there's there's no other way to look at it and you know when that happens when you can't look at it differently or there's nothing you can change I just want to accept that and wholeheartedly hope that this change is going to bring me and bring the people around me to a better future my quote for this week um it's a little it's a little long so stick with me here it says the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old but on building the new that's by uh Socrates um so I think this can fall into this quote, fall into this idea of change because it's talking about forgetting the fact that you can't change the past. Instead of finding the old, focus on building up the new. Like I was saying in my goal for this week, I don't want to, you know, try to change the things that I can't change and I don't have control over. I just want to wholeheartedly hope for a better future and I'm sorry I can I don't know if you can hear my dad in the back but that's if you hear any like random sounds in the back that's him um I'm kind of laughing over here because I can like hear what he's saying but moving on from that uh, I'm sorry if you can hear him um fighting the old and accepting the new telling the new to come in and being like I'm ready for change I want you to make my future better I want to build this future up and make it the best it can be and make it the best for me. That's kind of what this quote is all about. And I I thought that it fit today's episode talking about change and how it affects us and how we should welcome it in and tell it like, hit me with your best shot. Like I'm ready for change. I'm ready for you to give me a better future, the future that I've been wanting. And um, that's kind of 
that whole deal wrapped up with a bow on top. Next thing, my fave product, fave thing, fave music, book, or whatever for this week is going to be a book. This book is is quite special, if we're being honest here. Um, It's called Midnight Sun, and for those of you who don't follow along with the Twilight series, um, first of all, let me educate you. Let me me put you on the Twilight series. Um, This is the... I guess you could technically say sixth book because there's four books in the series. There's a fifth book that came out. It's very short and it's about like a random uh, girl in this little story. So it's, it's not necessarily a part of the book, but if you're counting it, it's a sixth book in the series. Um, it is basically Twilight. So the, the whole storyline and the plot from Twilight is the same in this book but instead of it being from Bella's point of view it's from Edward's point of view so all the stuff and all the details and all of the like thoughts in his head we missed from Twilight because it was being told from her point of view we are now getting in Midnight Sun and we've us Twilight fans we have waited so long for another book or another movie or another like anything to release about the Twilight series because when it all ended I think it was like 2012 2013 like it it was a while ago so her releasing this book like Stephanie Meyer choosing to release his book about Edward's point of view on Twilight is just groundbreaking and I am so excited to see it I'm so happy like to be here I've been reading it for like roughly two days now um give or take and I'm already like 260 pages in so I've been I've been speeding through I've been reading um as much as I you know have been wanting to read as much as I can handle because you know reading on hours on end kind of like strains your eyes and stuff but I've just been completely going like full focus on this book because I'm just so excited to see the story from his point of view because it's so different than Twilight because yes we know what happens we know the plot we know we're expecting these things to happen but then again at the same time we're hearing all of Edward's thoughts and all of everyone else's thoughts because he can read minds um so it's a whirlwind I'm I'm here for it it's probably going to be my favorite for a very long time if we're being honest uh but of course I want to give you like new pop culture references and you know things that I'm enjoying so that you can go listen to them or read them or purchase them for yourself if that's you know the route you want to go but that is going to have to be my favorite thing for this week um I kind of want to talk about something else in this intro just to make it a little bit longer because you guys seem to like longer episodes. Movies. Let's let's talk about movies. Um, I've watched a lot of movies in this past week, but I want to talk about two particular ones that have been just like in the forefront of my mind recently. One of them being Pride and Prejudice. I finally watched the movie. I don't know why it took me so long to watch it. Um, it just got put on Netflix, I believe, and that's where I watched it on. But Oh my goodness, I was not prepared for this little, like, romance to be creeping up in my, like, uh, recommended, uh, what is it called, like, the thing on Netflix that, like, recommends stuff to you, um, it was in there, and I was like, huh, okay, like, I've heard that it's good, so I went ahead and watched it, and I am, I'm here for it, I'm here for this whole 1800s vibe of, like, a you know, cute little romance, and, um, it was interesting because it was, like, an unconventional, situation at which the the two main characters fall in love um because when they first meet Darcy and Elizabeth like he's really rude like I, I hate to be that person to like judge him off of 
facial expressions and what he says and whatnot. But he was he was quite rude to Elizabeth when they first met, and I was like, ew, like how could you talk to this this perfect goddess this way? Like there's no reason to be rude. But anyways, the movie goes on. He gets better. Uh, we we learn things about both of them. Blah blah blah. All in all, I totally recommend that movie if you're looking for something um, to watch. And it also has like a bit of a historical content on it too. So if that's kind of what you're looking into, um, I would totally recommend this movie. I would say like a solid 8.5 or like 9 out of 10. I I really like the movie. And of course, it's a romance. So that of course is going to like bump up its points in my heart. But another movie I want to talk about is called... I'm like blanking right now. Hold on. Oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name? Like I literally just watched it a couple minutes ago. Sorry. Okay, I have it now. Little Women. I don't know why that took me so long to remember the title of the book. I was like thinking, okay, like what what are you doing? Like remember the title, Little Women. Um, it has some of my favorite actors and actresses in it. So Timothy Ch- Chalamet, Timothy Chalamander. Um, I stutter on his name every time on purpose because I think it's just, you know, funny and his, his last name is odd. Um, so I like to like make fun of it in a way. Uh, but anyways, Timothy Chalamet, he's one of them. Emma Watson, um, literally the queen from Harry Potter. Love her so much. Uh, there's another girl. She's, she also plays in Lady Bird. I'm sorry. I am blanking on the actress's name right now, but that movie was so good. I just watched it today and I'm like fully pumped up and I'm fully revved up and I'm ready to talk about that movie. So if you guys watch the movie and you want to talk about it with me, any of the type of those movies that are kind of like set in the 1800s, I've just really been into watching them, like the history behind it. I'm really into like older movies or like movies that are set in older times. I don't mean like necessarily filmed literally in those older times. Um, I am really a big fanatic for World War II movies or like World War II romance movies. Absolutely love them. I love watching them. I love like the aesthetic of them. And of course, like going to war is not good. That's not at all what I mean. But like the forbidden love and like, oh, we shouldn't be together because we're from different sides. Like that whole entire love triangle situation. You know, I just I just really love watching and I just love hearing about it. So those two movies, Pride and Prejudice and Little Women, if you are looking for something that is like that in those categories, I would definitely recommend them. I don't like the way Little Women ended, if we're going to be honest here. I'm like chewing my fingernails over here because... I don't know how other people feel about the ending of Little Women. Um, of course, I don't want to spoil it if you don't, if you haven't already seen it or if you haven't watched it. But I don't know. There's just some things that I don't. Of course, if I would have been the writer, I would have written it differently. But I'm not, so it doesn't really matter. But it's just like I feel like it should have ended different. If I just feel like it should have. I I could think of so many different endings in my own head. And there's, like, this situation, this, like, love uh, triangle situation that happens. And it makes me so mad that she ended up with that guy or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this shouldn't have ever gotten this far. shouldn't have ever gotten to this point because it shouldn't have ended up like this from the get-go. But I digress. If you want to watch either of those movies, I totally recommend it. I think I liked Little Woman maybe a little bit more like a solid 9 out of 10. So I both 
like both of the movies are really good and I recommend them both wholeheartedly but yes I just kind of wanted to talk about some movies for a minute those are my recommendations for this week if you will before we actually get into you know the bigger part of the podcast I just kind of want to talk about my experience with change and some of the things that I think have, have really been bigger on the side of being bigger and just affected me and I've you know changed because of it um I feel like I am a stubborn person just downright I I do have my moments when I I choose to not look necessarily um at both sides because I I know I'm right and I know that there's no point in trying to dispute what I think because I'm so set in my own ways and that is a good and a bad thing because you know it can be perceived as good as because you know you're so confident and you're so you know downright to the point where you aren't looking at the other sides you're just you know so confident in your answer but then there's other times where you know you're not being so open-minded so it could be perceived as you know you're not you're not trying to learn you're not trying to grow or change and you know so it has its its good and bad moments but another thing I think plays into all this of of changes my horoscope um if you guys are into that, I I definitely don't know the actual dates and the birth chart like of what actually makes other people what they are. I just know what I am. Um, I'm a Taurus, a Taurus female. Um, I I did a birth chart a while ago with my like rising, and um, rising and moon signs. I I don't remember what they are, but I I know that I'm a Taurus, and one of the like best known things for being a Taurus, whether you're male or female, is being stubborn. And being so set in your way, sometimes you don't listen to other people's side of the story. Um, For the most part, though, I think even though I am stubborn, I do, I weigh out decisions, like, very heavily. I can be very indecisive sometimes. It's, like, scary. Like, you do not want to go shopping with me because I'm always like, oh, well, you know, it's this color, it's this fabric. Well, it might shrink and then, like, it's not going to fit and, like... Well, if I get it in this, well, if I, and like, I just go back and forth in my head that it's like not even funny how much I contemplate and go over things constantly, like over and over and over. And I'm just kind of bad at making decisions in that sense. But I do try to look at, you know, both sides of the story and be like objective as possible when people try to come to me about their problems or, you know, I'm just looking at a situation that requires my attention and I have to, you know, make a choice on whether should we do this or should we do this? Like, what's what's the best option for us? What's the best, best option for the people around me? You know, just trying to make that decision as objectively as possible, even though I'm trying to keep the people that it's affecting in my mind, of course, and see how it's going to affect them. But change is never-ending. It is literally written in the way of life. You know, we've come so far as humans and the only way that that was possible from being like a literal caveman was changing was evolving was growing and you know becoming a better society becoming better people becoming smarter faster you know more economically aware whatever it may be our society and just the world all around just had to change and grow in order for that to happen and the same thing is happening within you as you grow and as you become older and I, I don't mean just your body, I just mean in general in your mind and how you think and how you know you go about things. You're constantly growing and you're constantly making decisions that are going to, you know, make your way in life. They're gonna, you know, change the way that you think about things. Your experiences are gonna change the way you think about things. And 
it's constantly happening whether you you know realize it or not you wake up the next day like today you wake up tomorrow you're gonna be a totally different person you're not the same person you were yesterday because of things that have happened decisions you've made you've you've gotten older as as much as people don't want to admit that you've you know maybe you've gotten stronger maybe you've lost weight maybe you've gained weight maybe you know it doesn't matter you're constantly changing your body's constantly changing your mind is hopefully ever growing and you're just you know constantly becoming a new person that's basically what this this whole thing about this whole thing is about you're becoming a new person and you're essentially growing and the next thing I kind of want to rope into all this is how to accept change and we're going to talk about that in a minute Next, I want to talk about change and accepting it and realizing that some things are out of your control and just how to, you know, grab them by the horns and just accept it and keep moving on and going with the flow of things. So I feel like one of the first things on this little bucket list or not bucket list, bullet list that you have to realize is sometimes you can't change the world. Sometimes you can't change other people's decisions or you can't change the way that the tide goes in and out. You just, there's things that you can't change. You can't move them. You can't go around them. There's nothing you can do about it. And that is okay. You have to realize that it is okay. You will get over it. You will continue to live your life and it will be okay at the end of the day. Once you Really accept the fact that you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything more about it. There's no, you know, use in stressing and worrying and, you know, continuing to fret over this thing that is immovable in a sense. you There's nothing you can do about it. You just have to move on. Um, the next thing is it's okay to not know. You don't always have to know what you're doing. You don't always have to know the answer to everyone's questions around you. You don't always have to have a plan. I know that, you know, there's some people in your life that you may think always have it down. They always have a plan. They always know what to do. They they're so level-headed and they're so, you know, forward thinkers that you would never catch them off guard. And I promise you that is so far from the truth. Almost everyone around you is winging it and you you just can't tell. They're just, you know, so good at it that you can't tell that they're kind of making up this plan on the fly and they're, you know, trying to learn as much as everyone around them is, trying to learn as much as you are. Um, not everyone around you knows everything. They're not sure what they're doing. And that that's okay that they're not sure because you're not sure either. You're you're not really confident in some of the things that you're telling people and that's okay. It's okay not to know the answers to everyone's questions around you hey it's okay to be like I'm gonna have to get back to you on this like I'm not really sure of the answer I need to research I need to ask um some people around me you know what the correct thing to tell you is I just I need to get back to you and it's totally okay to say that you don't have to give everyone all the time 24 7 your full undivided attention whenever they shoot you an email or whenever they send you a text like I'm not saying you have to be like a slower replier in any means. It's good to get back to people whenever you can. But if you truly don't know the answer and you truly don't know what to tell them or what to say, maybe it's better to just be like, hey, I have to get back to you because I really don't know how to answer your question right now. Let me, you know, go rethink this. Let me research. Let me ask um, my my superiors or whoever um, to give you the answer to this question that I don't know. It's okay not to know all the time. And sometimes 
it's going to happen and it's going to be unexpected and someone's going to ask you an out-of-pocket question and you're not going to know the answer and that is okay. I'm here to tell you that it is okay. The next thing is to stop asking everyone else's opinion of your situation and what you should do and do you think that I made the right decision? You know, once once you've already been through it, said and done, you've already told xyz this one thing like there's no need to ask people about whether it was the right thing or not i mean you chose that thing you you did it and it's it's time to move on it's time to think about you know the next the next step in this big plan that you have going for you it's unnecessary to ask everyone how they feel about your situation because at the end of the day it's your life and it's what you choose to do. It's how you feel about the people around you. It's okay to tell someone that you don't like them. Like you don't have to ask for the people's permission around you to tell them that. It's okay. It's your life. It's your decisions. You have the power in this situation. There's no need to ask the people around you for permission to, you know, say something about a situation, to take up space, to say and speak your mind. Like you don't need to ask people this permission there's there's no need to do it it's unnecessary like i was saying earlier everybody's on the fly everybody's doing it on the fly and they're they're faking it till they make it and they're doing the best that they can and they're trying to learn and grow just like everyone else's so there's really no need to ask everyone's opinion because they don't really know what they're doing either they don't know if that's the right advice to give you they're not really sure maybe they're not going to tell you hey, I need to get back to you because I'm not sure. So, you know, in some situations, it might just be better to be okay with what you said, be okay with the decision that you chose, and just move on and, you know, focus on bigger and better things and put your energy towards those. The next thing that I would recommend doing is externalizing the change, being okay with that and realizing that there are a lot of things that you can do, a lot of options you have within this change that can make you a better person, that can grow your um, assets and like the things that you know. You can learn more from this experience. Um, realizing that you might meet a lot of new people from this this change and you know your schedule or whatever it may be, it can be good. Realize and see that there can be good in these situations and that you can make it good if you have an open mind and open heart to these, some, some of these situations that you're going to be walking into. At the end of the day, you just have to realize that you can't change everything. You can't you can't control everything. You can't sit there and expect things to go your way all day because they they won't. You know, there's it's good to plan and there's always going to be a plan, but if it doesn't go strictly to what you planned, it's okay. And it's going to happen sometimes you're going to see it and realize at the end of the day you can't control everything. You can't change the things that are already set in stone, that are already set in place and that, you know, that's okay. Um, once, once you, you know, realize that you probably be a lot happier with the people and the things around you, sometimes the people around you are going to change. And that's due to the fact that things inside of you are changing. You're realizing new truths. You're researching new things. You're, you know, becoming a more educated person. You're learning and you're growing and you're going through all these experiences that are, that are good for you. And they're, you know, just shaping you differently. And when things inside of you start to change, things around you are going to change too. It's just like manifesting things, uh, manifesting a better life for yourself and journaling and telling people like, I'm going to get that job. 
like and it's not mine right now but it will be tomorrow I'm gonna get the job I'm gonna get the role I'm gonna get the part I've been practicing I'm sure of myself I know that I have this and just you know having that mindset of when I start changing the way I look at myself the way I think about myself the way I look at people around me things outside of me around me are gonna start changing because it's this um, simple like it's like clockwork um, when you start thinking differently, the things around you are going to start changing and acting and looking differently, just as kind of like a rule of thumb. I realize that there's some things that you wish you could go back and change, and you wish that you could paint the picture differently, and there's, you know, a lot of things that you might have regrets about. Um, I understand that wholeheartedly. I can see where you're coming from, but not all the time can you change the beginning most of the time you can't even change the beginning and when you're in that situation when you're sitting there and you're stumped and you you don't really know what to do remember that you can change the end you can change the outcome of the situation you can totally flip-flop it around because that's your future that's you know we're sitting in the present you have the power to change your future no you can't go back you can't repaint the beginning of the picture you can't redo the beginning of your story that's not possible it's not how it works we you know don't have like time machines where you can just hop in and just you know change how you wish the way things had gone in your life you can't do that but you can always change the outcome and the ending of your story of anything around you you have the power to change the ending and the outcome of your life One of the last things I want to touch on in this podcast episode is realizing that the life in front of you is more important than the life behind you. The life that you left in the past, the person you were in the past, the things that you did in the past, the things that you can do, the people that you can touch, the person that you can become in this future, in this, you know, coming life that is going to be yours as long as you make it yours is more important than the stuff that you left behind and more important than the things that you went through in the past you have the power to create your own future and I I understand not a lot of people are confident or they don't realize their self-worth I understand. I get it. I struggle with mine all the time too. It's definitely not something that is a straight line. It looks more like a heartbeat if we're being honest. Like if you look in the hospital shows where they show um, the heartbeat going up and down, that's a more realistic expectation of people's self-worth in general. But you have to realize that you are worthy of a good future. You are worthy of all the things in the world that are good. You deserve them. All the things that you've been through, all the things you work towards, you deserve them. I I really hit harder on this topic more in my self-worth and my like self-love episodes. So if you want to go check those out for like a full entire 30-minute pep talk, you should go listen to those. I think the self-love is one of my absolute favorite podcast episodes because I'm I'm so for self love and just people believing in themselves and I I hate to see people you know deprecating themselves in front of me and saying these things that are just so not true it's like if you could see the world if you could see how I see you it's totally not true that is so far in the left field that is not even funny 
it's just self-love is such a big deal to me so I of course I had to make a podcast episode about it so if you are looking forward to that if you want to hear anything like that go listen to those two episodes the self-worth and self-love but you have the power to change your mind to think differently to start meeting with new people and realizing new truths and just becoming a totally different person for the better you know you're constantly learning and growing and becoming a different person than you were yesterday and the future that is in front of you the future that is waiting for you you are deserving of you are worth this future that you know is planned out for you already you are worth it and it is there for you don't forget it you are you know, such an amazing human being and everything about this future that is coming for you was meant and placed for you in specific. And if you don't like the way that that's future looking is looking for you, you have the power to change it. You have a beautiful mind and you are powerful and you are strong and you are worth every single dime. So that is just all I have to say on that last topic, your life in the future is worth more than the life that you left behind. We are officially at the end of another podcast episode, another one down in the books. For those of you that are keeping track, this is episode 17. Um, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to name this episode yet, but now I can check another thing off of my to-do list since I uh, got this thing done. Um, sneak peek into next week's episode I'm going to be talking a little bit about my planner and how that affects my life so we're going to see how that goes but I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode I truly enjoy everyone who listens and I'm so happy for all the people that you know learn something from this podcast and that they gain something because that's truly all I want that's all I'm here for to spread some of my truth to you guys and hope that it helps you in some little way even if you don't like my podcast culture references i hope that you did learn something about accepting change and the fact that you're growing and that you're worth it um i hope that you enjoyed this episode you can find me on instagram at j.l.moffe go follow me on there you can follow me on twitter as well it's just my full name josie moffe i talk about my podcast on there as well and um, i hope you guys have the best week possible i'll see you next time